Assalamu alaikum. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We want to welcome everyone to our third session of the Surah Al-Mulk class. Um, this is a uh, a nightly recitation and reflections on the ayat. Um, and we uh, started this a couple of nights ago um, with Sheikh Yasser Fahmi and Sheikh Hisham Mahmoud. Um, Alhamdulillah, we've had great turnouts for each program we've held so far, and uh, we hope that you all will uh, stay with us as we continue this program, inshallah. Um, as you know, these are the days, the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. So Allah has really um, blessed us with the opportunity to uh, recite his words, um, reflect on his words and, and engage in this worship, inshallah. So we pray that Allah accepts it from us, inshallah, in these blessed days. Um, and uh, Celebrate Mercy, as you know, teaches about the life and the character of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we want to encourage you all. We've had a lot of programs since March, um, since you know the COVID-19 out outbreak in the U.S., including a, a full series on Surah Yasin from beginning to end. So we want to encourage you all to um, uh, check out our YouTube channel where we have a lot of those videos, a lot of those classes and webinars, inshallah, from, from recent programs. Uh, very beneficial inshallah, and you can find those on our YouTube channel. And while you're there, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss any future videos. Um, lastly, I'll just make one more announcement. I do have other announcements later in the program, but I believe last night I actually took way too long on the opening announcement. So I don't wanna do that, make that same mistake tonight. Um, but the deadline to arrange for your Qurbani through Celebrate Mercy, if you would like to do so, is tomorrow. So today's Friday, tomorrow's Saturday. Tomorrow is the last day when you can, if you would like to arrange your Qurbani through Celebrate Mercy for the animal to be sacrificed in Mecca and distributed among the poor and needy, some of them refugees in Mecca, then you, you will have to make that order and purchase today. I'm sorry, by tomorrow latest, inshallah. Um, and we will be emailing everyone that, you know, uh, purchases the Qurbani or arranges it with our, on our website uh, to inform you of when the animals were uh, slaughtered and distributed among uh, the people in Mecca, inshallah. Um, as you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, sacrifice that happens in Mecca. Um, a lot of the Qurbani takes place in Mecca because of the Hajj but so many people had their Hajj canceled this year because of the coronavirus um, that we want to continue this tradition so that the people that are accustomed to receiving um, the uh, Qurbani every year will continue to receive it, inshallah. And Sada International has generously agreed uh, to make a donation to Celebrate Mercy for every person who does their Qurbani through this website, celebratemercy.com slash So. One more day left. That's uh, very time sensitive, and I wanted to make sure you all knew that, inshallah. Um, the hashtag for the program tonight is MulkCM. So, af as you uh, hear beautiful quotes from our teacher tonight, Sheikh Hisham Mahmoud, uh, you can use that hashtag um, and share those, inshallah. Um, uh, last night we had Sheikh Yasser joining us, tonight we have Sheikh Hisham joining us. Uh, to continue with recitation and reflections, inshallah. As you're listening to Sheikh Hisham recite and uh, teach, you can resize the screen, inshallah. Uh, just shift over the screen on Zoom to make the, the, the teacher's uh, you know, uh, screen larger compared to the slides, if you would like to do so, inshallah. And now I will introduce Sheikh Hisham so he can begin with the recitation and then the lesson, inshallah. Give me one moment here, bring up the other screen. Sheikh Hisham Mahmoud has studied theology, hadith, legal theory, jurisprudence, ethics, Quranic recitation, and Arabic with scholars in Morocco, Mauritania, and Egypt. He has lectured internationally on the Islamic sciences on world religions and continues to read with scholars and students in the United States. 
He has taught for more than a decade at Yale, Princeton, and Harvard universities, then left academia to institute his own national initiative, Lanterna, a nonprofit organization, uh, a nonprofit educational institution that intends through its various projects to establish learning collectives across the country to enrich community life and enhance personal lifestyle. Currently, Sheikh Hisham resides in Pennsylvania with his wife and three children. So we pray, you know, pray for, uh, keep him and his family in your dua always, inshallah, for taking out the time to teach us. And Lanterna has nightly programs at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time every night, um, a communal recitation of Quran. Uh, actually, it is Surah Al-Mulk as well. And uh, followed by reflections on some of the short surahs of the Quran. And on Wednesday nights, he has a class on the 99 names of Allah. Um, and we will share in the chat room, if you're interested in registering for that class, how you can do so, inshallah, by emailing Lanterna, inshallah. So that said, I'm going to hand it over to Sheikh Hisham. Uh, you can now turn your uh, camera on, microphone on, inshallah, and, uh, and go ahead and begin. I can see you now. Alhamdulillah. Before I get started, I just wanted to make sure that the uh, audio is clear. I've got two options on the audio, so... That's, uh, that's actually really good. It sounds really crisp, really good. Okay, very good. Well, that's because I'm using your uh, microphone, the microphone <laughs> that Mercy sent to me, but I'm using it correctly today, and, and I apologize for the, uh, the subdued voice uh, on our opening session. No so, worries. I'd like to thank Celebrate Mercy for taking this initiative, bringing us together around Surat al-Mulk, especially as we are in the very beginning of these uh, beautiful 10 nights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by in Surat al-Fajr, in Ash, and by 10 nights. And so what a beautiful way to start these nights uh, by, uh, by um, reviving a sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu who refused to sleep without reciting Surat Al-Mulk. And so we refuse to sleep without reciting Surat Al-Mulk. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. May Allah bless Tariq for taking this initiative and may he give him uh, and the team at Celebrate Mercy the reward for bringing all of us to the Book of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. Uh, every single letter that we recite from the Book of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala is met with 10 divine graces. And so just imagine how much they are being rewarded for this. It's incredible. Inshallah, may Allah bless them uh, immensely. Uh, and especially for, for reviving a sunnah, the Prophet has said, whosoever revives one of my sunan uh, will have its reward and the reward of everyone they bring into that revival. And so may the lion's share of the reward go to Tariq Masidi and to Subhan and to Hasna and to Sara and the uh, incredible team of Celebrate Mercy and, uh, and, and the volunteers and the staff of this incredibly beautiful organization. May Allah bless you all. Amin Ya Amin. And let us go ahead and get started with the recitation of this majestic surah. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem Bismillahi Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Tabaraka Al-Ladhi Biyadihi Al-Mulku Wa Huwa Ala Kulli Shayin Qadeer الذي خلق الموت والحياة ليبلوكم أيكم أحسن عملا وهو العزيز الغفور الذي خلق سبع سماوات طباقا ما ترى في خلق الرحمن من تفاوت فارجع البصر هل ترى من فطور ثم ارجع البصر كرتين ينقلب إليك البصر خاسئا وهو حسير ولقد زينا السماء الدنيا بمصابيح وجعلناها رجوما للشياطين وأعتدنا لهم عذاب السعير وللذين كفروا بربهم عذاب جهنم وبئس المصير إذا 
أُلْقُوا فِيهَا سَمِعُوا لَهَا شَهِيقًا وَهِيَ تَفُورُ تَكَادُ تَمَيَّزُ مِنَ الْغَيْظِ كُلَّمَا أُلْقِيَ فِيهَا فَوْجٌ سَأَلَهُمْ خَزَنَتُهَا أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ نَذِيرٌ قَالُوا بَلَى قَدْ جَاءَنَا نَذِيرٌ فَكَذَّبْنَا وَقُلْنَا مَا نَزَّلَ اللَّهُ مِنْ شَيْءٍ إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا فِي ضَلَالٍ كَبِيرٍ وَقَالُوا لَوْ كُنَّا نَسْمَعُ أَوْ نَعْقِلُ مَا كُنَّا فِي أَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ فَاعْتَرَفُوا بِذَنْبِهِمْ فَسُحْقًا لِأَصْحَابِ السَّعِيرِ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَيْبِ لَهُمْ مغفرة وأجر كبير وأسروا قولكم أو اجهروا به إنه عليم بذات الصدور ألا يعلم من خلق وهو اللطيف الخبير والذي جعل لكم الأرض ذلولا فامشوا في مناكبها وكلوا من رزقه وإليه النشور أأمنتم من في السماء أن يخسف بكم الأرض فإذا هي تمور أم أمنتم من في السماء أن يرسل عليكم حاصبا فستعلمون كيف نذير ولقد كذب الذين من قبلهم فكيف كان نكير أولم يروا إلى الطير فوقهم صار ويقبضن ما يمسكهن إلا الرحمن إنه بكل شيء بصير أمن هذا الذي هو جند لكم ينصركم من دون الرحمن إن الكافرون إلا في غرور أمن هذا الذي يرزقكم إن أمسك رزقه بل لجوا في عتو ونفور أفمن يمشي مكبا على وجهه أهدا أَمَّنْ يَمْشِي سَوِيًّا عَلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ قُلْ هُوَ الَّذِي أَنْشَأَكُمْ وَجَعَلَ لَكُمُ السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَالْأَفْئِدَةِ قَلِيلًا مَا تَشْكُرُونَ قل هو الذي ذرأكم في الأرض وإليه تحشرون ويقولون متى هذا الوعد إن كنتم صادقين قل إنما العلم عند الله وإنما أنا نذير مبين فَلَمَّا رَأَوْهُ زُلْفَةً سِيئَتْ وُجُوهُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَقِيلَ هَذَا الَّذِي كُنْتُمْ بِهِ تَدَّعُونَ 
قل أرأيتم إن أهلكني الله ومن معي أو رحمنا فمن يجير الكافرين من عذاب أليم قل هو الرحمن آمنا به وعليه توكلنا فستعلمون من هو في ضلال مبين قل أرأيتم إن أصبح ماءكم غورا فمن يأتيكم بماء معين صدق بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد سيد الأولين والآخرين وعلى صحابته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين والعاقبة للمتقين اللهم اجعلنا منهم يا رب العالمين آمين آمين ثم آمين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما اللهم افتح علينا فتوح العارفين بك يا فتاح يا عليم وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته uh, Tonight's reflection inshallah will cover verses 6 to 11 I'm going to try to get to 11 inshallah I know Sheikh Yasser spoke about verse 6 uh, but verse 6 is the context for 7 through 11 so we're just going to repeat it and mention just something very small about verse 6 and then inshallah go right into verses 7 through 11 uh, hopefully we'll get there in time and so verse 6 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse 6 and before we get started really I just wanted to mention that the Prophet وسلم, and this is very important for the next section of Surah Al-Mulk and for the overall tone of Surah Al-Mulk. Surah Al-Mulk is a surah of wa'id. You have wa'ad and wa'id in the Quran. You have the promise and you have the threat, right? And so Surah Al-Mulk is a surah uh, that uh, has, whose tone is more on the threatening side than the promise. And the promise would be the promise of uh, the compassion and the mercy and, and, and uh, heaven, paradise. Uh, and so the threat is the opposite of that. It's, it's the hellfire, it's punishment, it's accounting, it's, um, it's uh, being taken to account for one's sins. And so the justice, and so the Surah Al-Mulk is more on the wa'id side. Now, this is important for us because the Prophet said about Surat al-Mulk that the one who habituates himself to its recitation will find Surat al-Mulk protecting him from the punishment of the grave. And on the day of judgment, interceding with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until Allah forgives that person. And, and so it, um, it only uh, makes sense. Uh, it, it is only... Um, <clears throat> It, yeah, it only makes sense that Surat al-Mulk would be on the wa'id side as opposed to the wa'ad side. Uh, that, that, that the tone of the surah would be more a tone of threatening and warning uh, than uh, a tone of uh, the mercy and compassion. With that, there is one verse in Surat al-Mulk in which the compassion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned. And, and that, is the, that is basically the, the, you know, when, when you have, when you have, light, right? It puts out darknesses, right? Just, just uh, one light, right, will, will penetrate layers of darkness. And so one verse on Jannah will completely uh, light up our world to the, to, to the extent that uh, our, our hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's compassion will prevail. And so uh, with that, the warning is real and it is eminent. Uh, and so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse number 6, and this is the passage that the 6 through 11 is a passage that really does uh, take on the tone now of warning. And, uh, and so may we expose our hearts to receive the warning from our Lord. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. وَلِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِرَبِّهِمْ عَذَابُ جَهَنَّمَ وَبِئْسَ الْمَصِيرِ 
Um, and, and, and as for those who believe not in their Lord is the torment of hell, how horrid the destination. Um, and so this is a story, this is a verse that talks about the Ladina uh, Kafaru, those who disbelieved, those who were faithless, those who rejected their Lord and rejected the prophet that was sent, who was sent to them. And they have the adab of Jahannam. Now, one of the things about Jahannam, um, one of the things about hellfire in general is that hell goes by many names. And so does heaven. One of the things that uh, in Arabic, that if you have an entity that is named with many different names, it shows the, uh, the, the um, gravity and the seriousness and the greatness of the named, that thing that is named, that we must take this thing seriously. And, and hellfire goes by many names. Even in Surah Mulk, in, in verse number, I believe it was verse number five, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called the uh, hellfire sa'ir, adab sa'ir, the, 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 um, the blazing flame, right? That's one of the other names of it. It's called sakar, right? It's called wail. Right, all of these. There's so many different names for Jahannam, for for hell, for Anar, right, for the fire. Jahannam is one of these names as well. And there's a good deal of debate about the origin of this word, whether it's um, whether it's actually an Arabic word or or if it was uh, just in the Semitic family. And it is in the Semitic family, but what is the origin? Uh, because it is there in Hebrew, and it is uh, and, and it's there in in, in in the Old Testament and the New Testament. It is mentioned, right, and and um, in Arabic, the word comes from either one of two roots, jahana or jahama, right? Jahana or jahama. Jahana means to frown, and jahama means to frown, right? Both, both of them mean to frown, to be in a state of misery. And when you put na and ma together in this, jahana and jahama, when you put them together and you get jahannam, uh, jahannam means a bottomless, bottomless pit, right? A bottomless pit. So it's interesting that the two words, jahana and jahama, which mean to be in misery, when you bring them together, your jahannam then is to be in misery in the bottomless pit of hell, the bottomless pit of hell. And, and one of the things that we, when we look at in Hebrew, the word gehinom, right? Gehinom is the word in Hebrew, and geh means valley. Hinom is the name of an ancient, um, an ancient, uh, um, one of the ancient Jews, right? And it's the Valley of Hinnom. And one of the things about this valley is that there was a tyrannical king who used to kill um, babies and throw them into that valley. And they would throw, they would cast dead bodies into that valley. And uh, I was told on the last time that I went to uh, Jerusalem with Sidi Tariq and the team of Celebrate Mercy, I was shown where that valley was. It's on the out, it's, it's, it's on the bottom. It's, it's actually, it actually includes the, 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 the uh, it's, it's on the outside of the gate um, under uh, the Muslim cemetery. It's under the Muslim cemetery and it's all just completely uh, vacant, right? And so that's that's believed to be the va the valley where they used to do this. They would sacrifice human beings and cast them there, and they would ca kill babies and and cast them there. So it's it's a place that was known for the the its horrid smell and its horrid. Uh, you know, just blood, guts, and just all kinds of in, uh, uh, unthinkable, unspeakable things, right? And then what's interesting is that in verse, uh, in the next verse, right, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse number seven, right? That whenever they are cast therein, whenever they are hurled therein, Right, which is interesting because this is exactly what the Jews used to do with, or the, this one tyrannical ruler among them used to do uh, in the valley of Gehinnom. Right, he would cast the dead bodies in there. So when they shall be hurled therein, they shall hear it braying, the while it boils. Right now, just imagine this. Just imagine. Just imagine, because uh, shahiq. Right, shahiq. What, what the word shahiq means, they will hear a shahiq uh, to, to this fire. The shahiq is gasping, right? And shahiq is braying also. Uh, the braying of a donkey is called shahiq. Um, and it's also called mahiq. Now, now, it's like it's the worst type of voice that you can possibly imagine. And one of the things about one of the, you know, they will hear a shahiq 
either from the people who were, were already hurled before them or from the fire itself. They will hear this shahik. And shahik means to gasp for air, to gasp for air. So Jahannam is being personified here as gasping for air. And it's not gasping for air because it's going to be extinguished, for example, right? right? Like fires, fires live on oxygen, right? So it's not, it's not going to be extinguished. And so it's gasping for air to, to, to live on. No, it's gasping for air so that it can, so that it can blaze more fiercely. So they can blaze more fiercely, blaze more fiercely, and it and people will hear the gasping of Jahannam for air. People will hear just like seeing it is one thing. To hear it, to hear it is a totally different thing. To hear the fire, to hear that fire is not fire. We usually think of cackles or something like that, but to hear a fire gasping for air, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala asks Jahannam. Um, in Surah Qaf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Halim talati, have you had your fill? Have you had your fill? Fataqulu halmin mazid. Are there any more? Do you have any more? Are there more for me? Right? And so Jahannam is personified like this, tafur, and it's boiling over. And, and, and it's boiling over with what? With lava. It boils over with lava. Right? And so, you know, flames are one thing, but lava. Right, lava. I mean, all of this imagery for Jahannam. And then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the next verse, "Kullama unqiya fiha na takadu tamayyazu min al-ghayb. Kullama unqiya fiha faujun sa'alum khazanatuha alam yatukum nadir." That it it almost shall it burst for fury. Takadu tamayyazu min al-ghayb. Now, one of the we were just told that it's gasping for air. Why is it gasping for air? Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us why it's gasping for air in this very next verse, takadu tamayizu min al that for fury, for fury, it's about to burst, right? So it wants more air to feed its fury. It wants more air to feed its rage. Jahannam hates for the sake of Allah. Jahannam uh, seeks to fulfill its purpose, right? It's like, it's like a, 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 an obedient servant of God that does exactly what it's commanded with full uh, interest, with full uh, desire, right? And from, from its rage, from its own rage, like this fire has a personality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is personifying it. So from the personality of Jahannam that it's about to burst out of its rage, it's asking for air, it's grasping for air so that it may continue to live on, but not just live on in, in, a, in a way that sustains it, but in a way that grows it so that it can have it, a capacity for more and more and more, right? This is the personification of this fire. That every time a, a, a crowd shall be hurled therein, they will be asked, right? They will be asked by its keepers, and its keepers are angels. They will be asked by the angels. The angels will ask them, and this is the salt in the wound. Didn't a warner come to you? Didn't a warner come to you? Now, this is a very interesting verse because the, the it was a subject of debate that this verse establishes that no one will be punished without a warner who came. Right? That people will not be punished without a warner. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And we will not punish a people until after we send to them a messenger. And they are asking about this messenger here in this verse. Didn't a messenger come to you? And then they will say, they shall say, yes, there came to us one charged with warning, but we deemed him a liar and said, nothing has God sent down. God has sent nothing down. You are in nothing but vast delusion. And then Allah SWT says in verse 10, had we only, had we only hearkened or used our minds, we would not be, we would not have been among the dwellers of flames. And so look at what they say. And this among the Maturidis and the Ash'aris, this was a huge debate. And Allah, whether or not a person needs revelation in order to know what the truth is, or uh, is, it, is it arrived at rationally? 
right? Can a person can a person be held accountable just because of the the the, the imperative on him to know the truth and recognize it as truth based on his own reasoning? Or does he absolutely need revelation in order to be um, to to have that proof against him, established against him? Now this was a debate, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala brings both words in this verse: nasmau o nakilu. Right? Had we listened to the revelation that was being given to us, or reasoned? Right? Both of them are are mentioned here. Right? Both of them are mentioned. We would not have been. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't say min ashabisair or ma'a ashabisair. He said fi ashabisair. And Sayyid is another one of these nicknames for, for, for hellfire. Um, that Allah that there's in Arabic here the word fi, right? The word fi means in. We would not have been in the dwellers of flames. Now, what does that mean? In the dwellers of flame. It means among them, it means with them, it means one of them, that's what it means. But instead of using those prepositions that directly mean among or with or, or, or um, uh, so on and so forth, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the preposition fi, and fi then likens them, it likens the dwellers, because fi means in, and when you and I use the word in, or the preposition in, we're thinking of an edifice that surrounds us, and that's what these dwellers of flames become for everyone else in, in the fire, that they become like an edifice that surrounds them, that you can't even escape from this edifice of, of, of your own companions, the own your own denizens in the fire, not yours, but I'm speaking in ge generically. So fee means that you're surrounded by them, that they're like an edifice around you and you can they encompass you, they surround you, they encircle you. And, and it's like the, the, there's no way out, there, there's no escape. Right? There's no escape. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse number 11, and we'll close here, And their sin shall they acknowledge, but away, dwellers of flames. And I just wanted to mention one thing about the word suhkan here. It's interesting because there's no, there's no verb here, right? There's no verb that's mentioned, but it is implied um, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, suhkan is accusative, it's mansub, and it's a mustad, it's a verbal noun. Um, and here you would expect a verb, right? That it will be said to them or something like that. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says suhkan. And the I have an example for you. When you do something uh, well, when you do some, when you give me a favor, render me a favor. What do I say? Shukran, right? Shukran. That literally means gratitude, right? It doesn't mean thank you. It means gratitude. Shukran. But there's a verb that's implied. Ashkuru ka shukran. I thank you emphatically, right? I thank you with gratitude, right? But I'm only saying gratitude. Right, so it's much stronger rhetorically speaking. It's much stronger just to use the noun in place of the verb right here, and that's what's being done here. Fasuhkan. That's what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has revealed here. Fasuhkan, as opposed to as yashakuhum or ashakuhum, that suhkan away, right? Or or not? That's an adverb. Distance. Suhkan, right? So distance, distance for the dwellers of the flames, right? Distance. Oh, dwellers of the flames, right? So it's not, it's like you would expect it to say, so the dwellers of the flames shall be distanced. That's very descriptive, but here it's much more powerful. So distance, dwellers of the flames, right? That's that's the, 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 the power of this verse here. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from ever having to answer for a single deed on the day of judgment, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enters us into heaven without ever having to answer for a single deed. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And that if we should stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to answer for just one deed, that we find Surat al-Mulk right there interceding on our behalf with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until Allah forgives us. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha ilaha ant. Nastaghfiruka wa natuhu ilayk. Wa al-asri inna l-insana lafi khusr. Illa al-lazina aman wa aminu sarihat. وتواصل بالحق وتواصل بالصدق جزاكم الله خير thank you so much uh, Sheikh Hisham for the beautiful lesson and uh, recitation as well um, we have a few questions that people have submitted we have 
um, maybe five minutes, five, six minutes for some Q&A, inshallah. So let's see what questions we have so far. And if you'd like to ask a brief question on the microphone as well, you can raise your hand, inshallah. Um, one question that uh, we have here is, let's see. Uh, is there a wisdom in this surah being on the wa'id side like the threatening side with a focus on the threat and yet it will inshallah save us from what it describes so it will save us from punishment but yet it is um it is a threatening surah well, I mean, all surahs, whether they're promising or threatening, save us from the punishment. Uh, you know, they're they're all they're all to be received, right? They're all to be received. The the if you receive the promise, then you're safe from the punishment. If you receive the threat, right, and you and you you're heedless, you're you're heedful of it, then I mean, the whole purpose of Surah Al-Mulk is to save us from this, <laughs> right? And so, you know, the one who habituates himself to its worship will have this same surah saying, "Ya Ya Allah." I mean, yeah, he's done this and this and that, right? Um, but you know, he, you know, he's he adhered to my recitation every single night, uh, trying to open his heart to receive this threat even more, to receive this morning, this warning even more. So it's it 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 only you know my introduction was an attempt to answer your question. I'm sorry if I didn't do so clearly, but but yeah, that that's that's the wisdom. The wisdom is that. It totally makes sense that Surat al-Mulk would be the intercessor because Surat al-Mulk is there giving the warning and we, inshallah, will receive it. Amin ya Inshallah, inshallah. Someone else is asking, um, uh, uh, this question, question is a little personal, but for women who are experiencing the that time of the month, should they still be reciting Surat al-Mulk? Um, it depends on the madhab that you're following. Um, you, you, if you're, it depends on the madhab, right? Uh, if you are Maliki, the Malikis allow it. The, it's, it's allowed in the Maliki madhab to recite it, but without um, touching the mushaf, but to recite it from memory, it's, it's allowed. In the Hanafi madhab, if you're a Hanafi, uh, you can recite it, but, um, but breaking up the words. So it's not like a recitation. It's just like you're saying words, right? Mm -hmm. So you would say, Tabarak. You can do that if you're Mal if you're Hanafi, but in the Maliki madhab you can just read it on, uh, and in both madhabs you cannot touch the mushaf, uh, as well as the men if you're in a state of uh, you're not in a state of wudu uh, or uh, yeah. Okay, uh, sister, I think this is Saliha. Um, you can now use your microphone to ask your question. Please try to keep it brief so we can get to maybe a couple more. Okay. alaikum. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Jazakallah, uh, Sheikh, for the wonderful uh, lesson today. Um, my question is that my parents um, are not here with us anymore and uh, uh, they passed away. And we do recite Surah Mulk for us uh, ourselves every night and we make dua that may Allah save my parents from the torment of the grave. So is there any, um, uh, you know, if you can shed a little bit more light on this. Jazakallah. To gift Surat al-Mulk to your parents? Yes, uh, since they have they are passed they have passed away. Absolutely, uh, so Sheikh. I answered this question uh, a couple of days ago. I don't know if you uh, were, were there for the opening session, but of course you can gift its reward uh, to your parents, inshallah. Whether that's Surat al-Mulk or Surat al-Yasin or Surat al-Fatiha uh, or the entire Quran, you can do an entire khatam for them with the intention of gifting them uh, the reward. And the best thing also to do after that is to just pray for them because your prayers for them are turned into their deeds for which they are rewarded. Uh, and every time you pray for them, an angel comes to them in the grave. Uh, in the, in the, in Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali mentions this hadith in his book, Al-Tathkirah. An angel come, comes to them in the grave uh, with a tray of light 
saying that this is the prayer of so-and-so, the son of so-and-so, or this is the, the prayer of so-and-so, the daughter of so-and-so. And the entombed one experiences an, a delight and a happiness that surpasses any delight or happiness that he has ever experienced while alive. Uh, and so uh, your prayers for that person and uh, with the intention, inshallah, of Surah Al-Mulk and other surahs as well, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, write it in their scale of good deeds, ameen, ya rabbil alameen, and yours. And, and inshallah. And, and to, by extension, um, does that also, is it okay to give charity on behalf of someone who has passed as well? Um, you know, the, the, you can, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah does not squander the good deeds of anyone who does uh, uh, beautiful deeds. Um, you can do, you can set up a foundation or a trust. You can, uh, you, you, with that intention of gifting its reward, uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept that intention. Um, and uh, the best thing to do, the best thing to do is what the Prophet sallallahu uh, told us is that. He said that um, that three things will continue for a person after they're deceased. Uh, the the prayers of the righteous for them, or the prayers of a waladun salih a righteous offspring or righteous children. Um, but that's by extension; it goes to anyone who prays for anyone else. Um, also, an ongoing charity and a piece of knowledge that they leave behind as well. So, as an ongoing charity, to give um, to give in charity. Uh, with the intention that they be rewarded for it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept, inshallah, what is beautiful about intentionality is that we are encouraged to layer our intentions in whatever good deed we do, to layer our intentions. So, uh, you know, you, you by doing any good deed, if you have, I have the intention of this and this and this and this and that, in this act of, uh, of goodness, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you not for that act, but for all of those intentions behind that act. Alhamdulillah. We'll take one more question here, uh, Sister Fatima, if your microphone will work. Let's see. Uh, Sister Fatima, you can unmute your uh, microphone. And uh, please keep the question brief, though. So th this will be the final question. Go ahead, Fatima. Assalamu my name is Zahra and I'm nine years old. I have a question. Nine years old? Yeah. Okay. Um, Could you speak a little bit louder, please? Okay. Loudly. Uh, okay. Um, my question is, when do you have to play Surat al-Mulk on an airplane? Because, uh, like, you have to do do you do and the bathrooms on airplanes are quite very small and we don't have enough space to do it and the sinks are very small so would you have to do pray through the milk on airplanes mm. when you're traveling it's a beautiful Fatima, mashallah, you don't have to have wudu at all alhamdulillah actually no actually no in the Maliki Madhab, you've got to have wudu. And if you don't, then your parents are, are, uh, are you know, taken into account for it. So, yes, you do need to ha be in wudu. Um, you know, there are certain dispensations uh, that uh, if, it's, if it's difficult to be in a state of wudu, especially because it's, like you mentioned, on an airplane, the, the, it's so tiny and they're so cramped, then go ahead and you can recite Surat Al-Mulk. But I would do so from a phone, uh, or from an iPad or something like that, from a screen, so that you're not actually touching the Mus'haf. And if you have Surat Al-Mulk memorized, then you can just do it from your memory, inshallah. And that would even be better. Alhamdulillah. Do you have Surat memorized, inshallah? Oh, we don't have our mic on anymore, actually. <laughs> but I do have, uh, I do have uh, uh, something fun I wanted to do with the audience real quick before we close. And this is a poll uh, that you can do on Zoom. And here it goes. Here's the question for everyone. Do you plan, I want Sheikh Hisham to see this, do you plan on reciting Surat Al-Mulk every night after this course ends? We. Oui. I can see all the answers. Can you see all the answers coming in? The answers, I can see the question. Oh, wow, okay. So well, I, can can, I, can, I think it will allow me to publish the results, but I can tell you right now, uh, right now, 93% have said yes. 
الله 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 <تصفيق> ما شاء الله 5% maybe and 2% and 2% who are very honest said no <تصفيق> ما شاء الله I don't have the intention maybe that will change they haven't finished the, the course yet they haven't finished yeah, yeah. alhamdulillah alhamdulillah So I'm going to end the poll here and share results. Does it does that show for everyone now? Yeah, yeah, I see the results. And Sara, you can open up the chat room if everyone wants to chat with each other as well. So you can see here that 93%, so over 200 people here or 200 families uh, said that, mashallah, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Subhanallah. And so if you, if you would like a little bit of encouragement, uh, I lead a group recitation in Surat Al-Mulk every single night at 9.30 p.m. So that uh, will continue after Eid as well? That, that We've been going three months straight and we haven't missed a single night. We did it throughout Ramadan as well. And we're not going to, uh, to you know, we're going to try to get a whole year in, inshallah. And, Excellent. you know, even after that. So 9.30 every single night we do Surat Al-Mulk from Lanterna's Facebook page. Yeah, and everyone, inshallah, you know, while you while you're uh, online now, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, I don't know if you're on Twitter as well. Uh, is Lanterna on Twitter yet? Uh, Lanterna is not on Twitter. Okay, so Facebook, Instagram, make sure while you're there to add Lanterna now, inshallah, follow Lanterna, so that inshallah, uh, even after Eid, when Celebrate Mercy is not doing this class anymore, you can follow along and with Sheikh Hisham uh, and. Also, you know, enjoying his other reflections on other, the short surahs of the Quran, inshallah. So that, Jazakumullah khair. Thank you, uh, Sheikh Hisham, for joining us uh, tonight. Um, and inshallah, I have a few closing announcements as we end. Um, and maybe we'll keep doing these polls in the future as well. But those of you who are uh, here in the chat room, um, please, you know, give us your feedback on how, how the class is going so far. You can send a message to all the panelists and the attendees in the chat room. Uh, we did that yesterday and subhanAllah. Someone's saying here, we started memorizing together with my daughters eight and five. MashaAllah. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to ask a poll question. Uh, how many people are planning to have this memorized by Eid, inshallah? How many people plan to have this memorized by Eid? I'm going to ask a poll question tomorrow about that. And please encourage your friends to register, uh, yes, by this Eid, yes. <laughs> We've had, someone's asking by this Eid, yes, by this Eid. Can, some people said they could memorize these 30 verses in, you know, in nine days. So perhaps, you know, perhaps some people will do that, inshallah. So um, let your friends know that it's not too late to register for the class. Uh, mashallah, wow, mashallah. Someone's Rania saying, this is my first time being exposed to Celebrate Mercy, and it is now my go-to organization for charity and knowledge, inshallah. Well, we're very honored for you to say that, mashallah. Uh, Sister Ndaye Dayalo, I hope I pronounced that right, said, we memorized this during Ramadan, one ayah a day. That's interesting. Every day in Ramadan, you memorize one ayah of Surah Al-Mulk. MashaAllah, that's certainly more, you know, that's easier than doing it in nine days, but that's great. MashaAllah, that's excellent. Um, one, a couple of announcements here. One is that, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday, but if you have not signed up for the Dhul Hijjah challenge, it's not too late to do so. What is the challenge? The challenge is something that LaunchGood does where you can automate your charity in Ramadan. You can tell, basically, uh, you can give, you give launch good, you type in your credit card and you say every day of Dhul Hijjah, I want to give charity, whether it's $5, $10, you tell them how much you want to give, even if it's $1. I want to give a dollar a day, $10 a day, and automatically for the first 10 days of Dhul Hijjah, I think we have one week left now, they will give your money to a good cause whether it's refugees or you know a class or, or a book or uh, something to fight Islamophobia, uh, you know different causes out there, scholarships. Um, this is a way to automate your giving. And if you use that link, launchgood.com/cmteam, which is Celebrate Mercy Team, then Celebrate Mercy will actually get a donation of twenty-five dollars if people use that special link to sign up for the Dhul Hijjah challenge inshallah. And um, as I said earlier, your Qurbani deadline, if you want to get it through Celebrate Mercy, your deadline is tomorrow. Um, it's $165 to arrange for 
one um, lamb to be slaughtered uh, in the as the you know as for your utaya your qurbani in Mecca. So this is to be this is to arrange it in Mecca, and we will be informing. If you do this, we will be informing you of when your uh, the animal was slaughtered and distributed to the poor and needy in Mecca, inshallah. I also want to tell you guys some good news. Um, I want to tell you guys some good news is that yesterday I spoke about um, this campaign. There's some a lot of fireworks going on outside right now, if you can hear it, in Philadelphia. Um, yesterday I told you about this campaign. Well, subhanAllah, so many of you guys responded to this campaign and you donated generously to this campaign. We actually raised about $20,000 for this campaign from last night to tonight. Between seven o'clock last night and seven o'clock tonight, we raised about $20,000 for this project in one day, in 24 hours. What did that do? What did that do? Because of that, Celebrate Mercy landed in first place today. So uh, uh, compared to all the different launch good campaigns for the, uh, you know, between yesterday and today, Celebrate Mercy raised more, actually they had more donations than any other organization, uh, any other campaign. We got third place in terms of most raised and first place in terms of most supporters. So we had 629 people who donated within 24 hours and we got an extra $5,000 prize. So subhanAllah, that means that within 24 hours, this campaign raised $25,000. That's more than $1,000 every hour. That means now, I believe that this campaign has a goal of raising $90,000. Right here, I, I, yesterday I broke down what we're trying to do. Uh, three different three different versions, English books about the, the black companions of the Prophet Wasallam. We're about halfway there. We've raised about $40,000, maybe 45 max. Um, we're halfway there. And uh, subhanAllah, that's amazing. So if you want to continue supporting this project, as Sheikh Hisham said, this is a sadaqa jariya. Like if you imagine, if you were an author and you wrote a book about the companions of the Prophet Wasallam, and that book, people were reading that book even after you pass away, uh, that book will continue to give you barakah and reward and blessings even after you die. The same thing with this campaign, because you are paying, you are donating for a book to be translated and authored and, you know, for the children's book to have illustrations and, uh, you know, um, the typesetting and the editing and the graphic design and all the costs involved in putting a book together and publishing a book you are contributing to that. So it's as if you are part of that book. And some people who make large donations, they actually, you can have your family's name written in the book so that when you open the book on like, you know, you open a book and you're on page two and you see like the table of contents and the copyright information, we're gonna have a section that says, make dua, you know, please pray for the family of so-and-so and the family of so-and-so, the people who make really large donations they can have their name in the acknowledgement section. So people who read it will can make dua for them by name. But even if you're not in the acknowledgement section, the most, most important is that we are acknowledged by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this is a sadaqa jariya. And imagine we have, all, we can have, for the first time, we can have these beautiful books that focus on the black companions of the Prophet Sallallahu And we have so much sometimes racial division within our Muslim community and racism within our Muslim community. What is a, what better way to heal those racial divides than to have books that talk about uh, how many black companions the Prophet Wasallam had and how he loved them and how he respected them and how he honored them. People like, uh, obviously people like Zayd ibn al-Haratha, people like Umm Ayman radiallahu anha, people like um, uh, Mishja, radiallahu anhu, people like, um, uh, uh, there is a, uh, 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 al-Najashi, radiallahu anhu, people like Bilal, radiallahu anhu, right? Julaybib, radiallahu anhu, we learned a lot of names, uh, Lady Fidda, we learned about Lady Fidda during the class that we had with, uh, 
with Sheikh Mendez, right? So imagine if we have books about these amazing, you know, beautiful saintly companions of the Prophet وسلم, uh, for children, for adults, for academics, for imams. That's what we're trying to do. And we're already halfway there, alhamdulillah. We're already halfway there. If you'd like to support that campaign, um, it's not too late. These are the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. It's not too late. Whether you give a large donation or a small donation, this is a sadaqah jariyah. And inshallah, it will continue to give you barakah and good deeds until the day of judgment, inshallah. Another book that we're, you know, that we've talked about that um, you may want to get for your children is a book, uh, the youth uh, study book for the Shama'il. Um, this is a book about the personality, the beauty of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Things like what did it, it covers topics like what did the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam look like? How did he walk? How did he talk? How did he smile and laugh and cry? How did what did he eat and what did he drink and how did he eat and how did he drink and how did he sleep and what what kind of clothes did the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wear? Right and you know a description of his blessed hair, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and his sandals, and his shield, and his sword, right, um, and his armor, and how he recited the Quran, and how he prayed at night, and how he uh, how he worshipped, and how his humility and his uh, his humility, his generosity, um, his uh, gen you know his generosity, his kindness, all of these things are covered in this book. Um, and if you want the complete Shema'il book, so let me show you some pictures of that book. Here, we're selling this on Celebrate Mercy's website. It also would make a beautiful Eid gift. You probably need to put your order in soon if you want it to arrive by Eid, inshallah. Yes, someone's asking about the Shema'il class. Yes, we will be starting up the Shema'il classes again uh, in August, in August, inshallah. So uh, you can get this book for your kids, but you can also get the, the, the larger Shama'il book. You know, I have, a, I have a copy here. Yes, we do ship to the Arab, United Arab Emirates. We do ship internationally. Um, right here, I'm showing you the, uh, the leather-bound version of the Shama'il with 400 hadiths in it. Um, this, is, uh, and, and this is the leather-bound edition, but you also have the... Um, the hardback edition here too, right? So this is the book, this is the, not the one for kids. This is the one with 400 hadiths in it about the characteristics of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So you can get that bundle, the leather bound version, the hardback version um, on our website as well. Um, and I forgot to mention, we do have a coupon, 5% off it, with this coupon code DH5. DH5 will give you a special Dhul Hijjah discount. Um, lastly, what I want to mention is that those of you who are interested, uh, someone's asking a question here. The lectures on the, are the lectures from that series on the Black Companions available on YouTube? Uh, only session one. Session one, the opening session is available on YouTube, but the others were not made public because uh, I mentioned this last time, last night, um, we are planning to offer that class again and improve the slides and improve the content, improve the material, and hopefully, hopefully have that book, the, the translation book ready for that class. So we did not want to go put all those sessions publicly on YouTube because it's a class we are continually improving, inshallah. Um, we're trying to set a date, it may be as soon as September for the next series of Black Lives Around the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It might be as soon as September, but definitely um, it will be coming soon, inshallah. I can't give you a date just yet. I'm still trying to work that out with the teachers, but uh, inshallah we'll have Sheikh Mendez teach that again and other teachers joining him uh, for that class. And we'll probably have more sessions as well, more, more sessions, more in depth, uh, better slides, and hopefully we'll have the book to accompany the class so that you can have the translation ready. Um, what The last announcement I have is that you can sign up for this Quranic Arabic class, inshallah. This is for people who want to seriously study Arabic um, at least once a week in a, in a dedicated class with really good live instructors, and you also get a package sent to you in the mail 
um, of books. Um, so it's a weekly class, but you probably need to dedicate uh, another two hours every week to doing your homework and studying and memorizing vocabulary words. But this is a great way for you to improve your Arabic. Many people, they know how to read the Quran, but they don't necessarily understand what they're reading. Or when they hear the Quran, they can't really understand the words. This is a way for those of you who have, you know, some, maybe some level of Arabic um, to start to learn Arabic and comprehend the Quran. Um, you learn vocabulary, you learn, you learn some grammar, you learn uh, balaga, like rhetoric. Um, this is a great class and you can save $400 on this class by using this link that is being shared with you on the screen and in the chat room. Uh, but you have to do this before, use the coupon code before um, Eid, before Eid, inshallah, to get this $400 discount. And I know a lot of friends and family who have taken this class and benefited tremendously from it, uh, like Dr. Abbasi, he's, mashallah, a longtime supporter of Celebrate Mercy. He signed up for the class, and I think his, him and his wife have signed up for multiple levels now. They finished level one and they've continued on to level two and level three, actually. I believe they signed up for level three recently. Dalia Mogahid, um, the sister Alfia. Um, so inshallah, yeah, I believe they just recently revised the website, whoever is asking about that, inshallah. Um, but if you have any questions, definitely go to fawakih.org uh, and uh, you can ask them about, someone's asking about signing up for level three. So the website has been uh, edited and revised recently to reflect the $400 discount. Um, so if you, and if you want to learn more, just go to the website, read about the class, look at the testimonials, email uh, Fawakia, make sure you tell them Celebrate Mercy sent you uh, uh, to, to, and make sure you're using the Celebrate Mercy coupon so you get that $400 discount, inshallah. So we want to thank you all for joining again. Jazakumullah khair. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you tomorrow night for uh, Surat al-Mulk series, continuing tomorrow night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And once again, thank you all for uh, generously supporting Celebrate Mercy. Um, uh, we could not do any of this without your dua and without your donations. And you can see, I, I just noticed this, but you see the picture of the person's hands like this. So that person is making dua, but they're also making a donation. <laughs> Mashallah. Um, so uh, we need both. We need your duas and we need uh, your donations. If you can give a donation, that helps us continue our work and do more of these programs on a regular basis. Inshallah. Jazakumallah khair. Subhanallahumma bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illallah. Nastaghfiruhu wa natubu ilayhi. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim wal-Asr. إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَفِي خُسْرِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاسَوْا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاسَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ Thank you all for joining and inshallah we'll see you tomorrow.